There's a lot of rape culture in pornography. Oh, yeah. I'm not yeah. even going to bring it up yeah. while yeah. saying that. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, you guys, what's wrong? Wait, Carol, what? When I'm torrenting on recordings, internet, it sends a warning, and I don't think it'll download in time. By the time I've watched the show, it's half, it's time to go. Turn the one more swing and make the show sit right. Hello, and welcome to Saved by the Bell Reviewed, the podcast which reviews every episode of Saved by the Bell, even the sordid post-Saved by the Bell episodes that aren't actually TV episodes of its most infamous cast member. I am your host, the A-Man, Austin Gorton. <laughs> Joining me from Portland, we have Captain Douchebag. Uh, right, Alexander Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> And the anti-Saint Peter... Uh, sea money, Carolyn Maine, what's up? And finally, singing the praises of his trouser snake, we have... As always, David Bittenhofer. <laughs> David, the monster. Do you have, do you have <laughs> Disney finger? <laughs> we'll hey, get into we have... Disney, or as we said, call it Disney finger. He... We're, We're not gonna even going to wait to get into fucking I Disney know. finger. Well, no, he just Spoiler. makes up phrases and acts like they've become a thing. Oh, it became a thing. <laughs> it is a capital T thing. You want to explain that now, what that is? No. <laughs> if you can't tell, this week we are reviewing all the crazy-ass shit Dustin Diamond has been up to since he stopped playing Screech including reality show appearances, a porno-slash-sex tape, and most of all, a tell-all book that thinks it's telling all, but really isn't. Well, yeah, I got a lot to say about the book. <laughs> Even um, in the book it says it's not telling all. He's like, but that's a story for a different time. And you're like, but this is your tell-all. What? <laughs> he, he, like, tries to go, oh, that could be a whole book on its own. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, I'm sure this book will be such a big hit <laughs> that people want a second book about, I don't even remember what it was about. Yeah, I know. It was like behind the scenes of behind the scenes. Another phrase, he likes to use phrases that make no sense, but. Yeah, behind the scenes of behind the scenes. Yeah, like, what the fuck does, like, like that's kind of the behind sense. the scenes of the behind the scenes. You're like, what are you talking about? Well, to be fair, the book, I'm sure you guys also noticed, there's a lot of, like, cutting and pasting that happened, and sometimes a paragraph <laughs> would repeat twice in a row. Well, I my favorite, it once. Yeah. my favorite thing about that, I noticed it several times, oh, but shit. it, but it seemed to happen with more and more frequency the later into the book it got. Oh, yeah. Like whoever was putting this together just was like on a deadline and got tired and stopped paying as close attention. <laughs> or to just got oh, sick yeah. of reading the book and like, good <laughs> yeah. enough, yeah, whatever. If people get this far, it's their own fault if they're reading. (laughs) No, it's very clear is that the book is not finished. Mm -hmm. That they just sent the word file to the printer, (laughs) and they no one read it. There was no final that it was at least a draft away from being a completed book. The author was like, I'm not reading it one more time. Exactly. This book turned out exactly like Business Secrets of the Pharaohs from Peep Show. If anybody else has seen Peep Show, shout out to that. (laughs) <laughs> None of us were like <laughs> business secrets of I'll the pharaohs. It's great. So very briefly before we get into the book, um, let's talk a little bit about Screech's various reality show appearances. So well, because he... we're not doing any of the Celebrity Fit Club, right? 
Yeah, I was just I was just gonna touch on it briefly. Okay. The the last new class episode, I looked this up because I don't know Jack about new class, aired in J- uh, January eighth of two thousand. So Dustin Diamond was Screech from like nineteen eighty seven until two thousand. Damn. And then, um, as he mentions in the book, he apparently did some like college tour stuff and eventually got back into like stand up. But he also made the rounds. <laughs> Well, you're not back into into stand up. And I actually watched some of that too. Like I went down a real rabbit hole for this. <laughs> so, we can talk about that if you want. Uh, do you want? Yeah. Do you want to talk Is at all about good? any of his stand up? I didn't watch any of it. It's not good at all. I didn't It's really not good. Is um, it the Bob Saget mold of just trying to shock people by being different than the character you portrayed on TV? Um, I mean, I think he's being himself as much as I've tried to kind of discern, like, what the real guy of Dustin Diamond's like based on these different things we've seen. But, I mean, the bottom line of all this stuff is he's just not a very talented performer. But doesn't seem to realize it. (laughs) Yes, and he's very bitter. He has zero self-awareness. Yes. Is very thin so Ryan. Let let me ask you: In his stand-up comedy, mm-hmm. was he working blue, which he teaches us in the book is an <laughs> insider term for being very racy and adult, as though anyone in two thousand nine didn't fucking know what that meant? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that is his humor, so that's why he works blue as a stand-up. I mean, he does yeah. do some stuff of like. I'm not Screech, and I'm not, and it's basically like that's how he gets the audience going. They either go for it or they don't, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, yeah, he just he's not very funny or creative or interesting. It does so when he does stand up. Is he reading from a script or is he off book? <laughs> <laughs> Which is a term that means they have memorized their lines. <laughs> I learned some Hollywood insider stuff. Well, one thing for me about this is that this Dustin Diamond Tell All book was the start of all of this shit for me. Because in 2009 or 10, I got his tell-all book. And it's the same one it's you that, have today. It's that copy that I love you. The one I yeah. read too, yeah. Um, and I read it, and I wrote like a Facebook, you know, you could do sort of like a blog post on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it uh, I just was so compelled to write about it. And that was the first thing I wrote, and then I wanted to write about more stuff, and that's a lot of how Full House Reviewed got started. Hmm. So this book was kind of the start of me, like, going, like, I'm so invested in putting down my stupid thoughts about shitty pop culture. (laughs) So there's that. And the other thing is that, like, I sort of have a principle about that I don't think you should judge famous people because you don't know them. Mm -hmm. Right. Like. People I've known that have been, like, sort of famous. I've seen a couple people I know uh, get fucked with by the media or be portrayed a certain way. And it really has kind of shaped my opinion that you shouldn't have... Like, people are like, oh, Brad Pitt's a piece of shit or whatever. It's like, you don't know Brad Pitt. Like, yeah. You don't know what he actually did. Right. Or, um, and he And he talks a little bit in the book at the end... Um, in one of the not complete bullshit kind of things, they like talk about how when you're a celebrity, somebody comes up to you and wants to talk to you, no matter what you're doing or where you are, mm-hmm. and you have to just talk to them because if you're in any way, shape, or form brusque or standoffish, then you're just a fucking celebrity asshole who's too right. full of himself. Right. And, I, and that is like a catch-22, I think, that celebrities get stuck with. 
Yeah, so part of me does not want to judge Screech, but it's also, it's really hard not to. Well, this yeah, is, it's really like, hard not regardless to. of whether he wrote it or not, he signed off on this being so, what he wants people to think of him, you know? So, yeah, I do want to discuss whether or not, or how heavily we think this was ghost-written. <laughs> well, he stated that it's ghost-written. Like, he's, in the book? He, no, no, not in the book. That's why I didn't know it. He stated... How much screech am I supposed to read? According according to our crack research team, Uh in a December 2013 appearance on a Where Are They Now segment Mm. on the OWN network or the Oprah Winfrey network... No, why is Oprah talking to screech? He stated... She had six minutes to fill on a special. Yeah, it's not. It's like a segment. It wasn't even a whole episode. And it was Gail, not Oprah. (laughs) (laughs) He stated that the book was ghostwritten by an author who simply interviewed him and compiled the book from his answers. He claimed that many parts of the book, such as allegations of teen sex and drug use, were fabricated from very minor statements he made, such as responding when asked, yeah, there were a bunch of kids on set with hormones, so what do you think? Hmm. Well, he can't pussy out of that. I do feel like it carried the D-man's voice through. Like, I will admit that I pretty much enjoyed reading this book all the way through. (laughs) I hated Screech a lot, but I thought he was a strong character. It's the most I've ever liked him. It's a quick read. It's like it's real easy to just sit and read it. Well, what I'm—it's a sleazy little page turner. Yeah, it helps that it's like twenty point font, three. Triple line space. <laughs> yeah, because it is like 400 pages, but I'm like, how many words? And each chapter is like two or three pages long. So like every <laughs> three pages, you get a half page because it's the start of a new chapter. Oh, yeah. it's only 300. No, I said in the original thing I wrote, it's like reading like a, um, if you read like an article in Us Weekly and there's like the sidebars. It's yeah. like a 300 page <laughs> sidebar. <laughs> well, I was reading this on an airplane and uh-huh. I... I took the dust jacket off, I'll be honest. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? You didn't want people to see what he was oh, doing. Yeah, because it's like a hard cover with the dust jacket, and I, I made I sure it was just a blank shame. cover that, no, unless you saw the spine of the book, you had no idea what I was reading, and you I was... You put, like, the Fifty Shades of Grey dust jacket on it, so you didn't want people to know. What yeah, you exactly. You wanted to be embarrassed to what you're really doing. David, who taught you shame? <laughs> 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 Whilst reading it, I had the occasion to eat lunch by myself one day, <laughs> and I also I also took it into the restaurant with the dust jacket off. <laughs> <laughs> I read it under cover of night in yeah. my own bedroom. <laughs> under wow. the covers with a flashlight. Yeah. Hoping no one catches you. Yo, I do have a red light. I turned the red mm. light on to read this. It's the night light so I can read. Regardless of anything else, as I said, I feel like Dustin Diamond signed off on this, and so he can't get upset when people judge him well, based on what things, he says on this book. The other thing yeah. I wanted to say about him, based on, because I went down a rat, I mean, I've paid attention to this guy for a long time. Well, let's like, be clear here, too. Let's make sure anyone that's forgotten this knows. Of the four of us, Ryan has actually touched Dustin Diamond. I did. I touched him. Um, he, he has been in the same space with him and and met him. Yeah, and he dissed me. What did he say? Did he say you were a, a dork burger? No, he made a joke <laughs> that I saw him make on the radio, too. I also listen to like, radio interviews with him. What it was <laughs> is I was there with a couple friends, and they were getting a picture with them, and one of them gave me her phone. 
and was like, oh, take our picture. And then, like, it, was, it wasn't an iPhone. It was some other kind of phone. And so, like, I accidentally closed the photo app, and I couldn't find it. And I was like, oh, where is it? And he was like, I remember my first phone. And I was like, it's not my phone. Like, also, <laughs> you're fucking street. He like, got you, dude. No, you got yeah, And then, like, we want a picture Busty. taken with you because you're ridiculous and it's funny. And um, then when you, you pose, when you pose with him, did he put it two fingers under your nose and be like, do you smell that Disney yeah, finger? Yeah, we were smelling Oh, each oh my god, yeah. it's gonna be so good when we finally reveal how one earns a Disney finger. I, wait, well, I was surprised at how much taller I was than him, because he looked like the tallest one I'd say by the belt. Yeah. But, uh, no, the other thing I want to say is that, um, well, so I don't, I try not to have opinions of celebrities, but he really seems like a real fuck to me. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's, he's he's in jail. Let's not brush by that. We'll get to it. But it sounds like he earned his way to jail, too. This wasn't. With you know, a yeah. stabbing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah like, and then he got out, and then he violated parole and got thrown back oh, in. Oh, right. I That's forgot right. my little baby boy is still in jail. But the other thing is that, um... Yeah, that was going to say is I went down this whole rabbit hole of radio stuff he's done and just incidents, and he's very inconsistent. Like, yes, he's even inco- he's inconsistent throughout the book. Well, like he when the screech porno came out, he went on like Howard Stern and was like, I don't know how this got out and I'm really upset by it and all this stuff. And then later he admitted that it was fake and that he just yeah. released it to try to cash in on the idea of a celebrity sex tape. Right. Or, like, he wrote this tell-all book, and then when he caught shit for it, he backed out of that. And, like, that Oprah interview, he talked about how much it sucked that he wasn't invited on the Say by the Law reunion on Jimmy Fallon. And that Was it he... really Oprah? It's the Oprah Network. But was it Oprah? Yeah. Was she there? No. Um, no. Wasn't he in jail when that <laughs> reunion aired? <laughs> Oprah would go uh, to jail. Well, and David, that wouldn't... Before this. Oprah David, would that to... wouldn't be the first time that he muddled up the timeline of events mm. to make things <laughs> sound worse than they were. Yeah. I want to see Oprah visit him in jail, like Silence of the Lambs. Cue it in your mind. Does yeah, Oprah get jizzed it. on on her way down the hall to speech, yeah, like in I, Silence of the Lambs? And who does the jizz? It is I, somebody from Saved by the Bell. <laughs> Maxwell oh, yeah. Nerdstrom? I don't know. Yeah. Like, in this book, he, like, calls Mario Lopez a rapist and just mm-hmm. totally... You can tell he really genuinely hates Mario Lopez, like, yeah. everyone that was on the show. But then he did an interview with him, like, a year or two ago, uh-huh. and he really tried to, like, make amends. I don't know, it's just his persona, or when he talks about playing, like, the villain on Celebrity Fitness, mm-hmm. yeah. and you're like, are we supposed to really believe that you're not just a fuckhead guy? Well, he, he well, talks I... in the book about how... He he's always act. Basically, he says he's always acting. So even when he's on like a talk show to him, when he is in front of the camera, he's adopting some level of a persona that isn't like 100 percent his real self. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that's just like psychological BS to explain the fact that he's kind of a douche nozzle and. Oh, but if I'm on camera and I do these terrible things, that's a part I'm playing. But he's still kind of a... But he stabbed a guy. And then... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. I was going to say, well, on reality, we do know reality shows aren't real, and people sure. do play characters. No, they're real. It's real. It's all real. <laughs> I still find it hard to believe that uh, just everything adds up to him being a douche. And it also feels like he's just doing whatever he can. 
He's throwing everything against the wall and just hoping something sticks. Yeah. And then, totally. then when he gets blowback, he'll just backtrack on it and try something else, you know? He does yeah. Oh, I was just acting. That was just a part yeah. I was playing. He oh, does I a ghost book. Wrote people that don't book. like it, so now he backtracks on the book. Then he does the porn, but then people don't like it, so then he backtracks on that. He's just trying to so, get acceptance yeah. where, wherever he can find it. Yeah, How much- just like just like his character Screech, when he had to be young with all the young hot bodies, mm-hmm. uh, he's still the outsider now. Everyone yeah. else has had their career endorsed, and they've gotten yeah. other gigs, and Screech has just been... The ugly child actor that they pushed into the field. And <laughs> I like that he got this tell-all out. I enjoyed reading it. Yeah. I, mean, I, I can it. think of no one else <laughs> I would almost rather not hang out with. Except yeah. from Saved by the Bell. Except Marv Albert. <laughs> well, Mark Voorhees is like completely insane. Yeah, but she'd be fucking fun. I don't know yeah. if he's the fun kind of insane. We'll see. And, and David, kind of to your point, what gets me is I'm like reading the book is there's like there's a lot of things that he says where you're like yeah maybe that's true but there's so many of those like like maybe he was like a completely fabricated villain on celebrity fit club maybe mario lopez is a rapist maybe screech really was i mean probably yeah but it's like there's so many of these like it seems outrageous but maybe it's true that the sheer volume of those kind of scenarios yeah. just makes you think they've all got to be bullshit. Like, there's... well, that's like the second time Michael Jackson was on uh, was in court. <laughs> yeah. and it was yeah. like he kind of did this thing where everything about around him was so inconsistent and so outlandish that you just had no idea what to believe at all anymore. Mm-hmm. That it was equally plausible that he was a child molester and that he was just so out of it that he didn't understand. He was such a child himself that he didn't understand having a bunch of kids around him all the time. It's like <laughs> everything that Screech said, there's no consistency and there's mm-hmm. no, there's no sense of truth. And anymore. just like, yeah. And just like in a, in any kind of like fiction story, there's a certain threshold of suspension of disbelief that yeah. an audience is willing to accept. And I feel like Screech and telling this sort of like life story is asking us to suspend our disbelief way more times than is sustainable. And so that's when you're just like, how do I believe any of this? Because so much of it just seems like, well, maybe that could have been true. Mm. He definitely is the classic unreliable narrator. I mean, can you imagine the meetings of the ghostwriter? I'm sure like Screech (laughs) just smoking weed, eating chips, and yelling at this man about like all the pussy he got. It's super gross to imagine this baby. Screech was so little and ugly. During so much of Saved by the Bell, that like him know. hooking up with producers and shit oh, is that disgusting. I don't know if I believe. I don't. Right. I what don't what know. a lot of his stories read to me, and maybe it's because I was in this mindset when I was a youth, was like fantasies I'd have about. Like he talks about getting down in Disney, and that sounds like something like if I was in a theme park in my adolescence and lonely and not getting any action. Looking at all the places where, like, oh, man, if I had a woman here, I could just take her there, and then, you know, we could do this. Yeah, you know, we'd be so alone right now, and I could just be finger-banging her. And, and like, Uh... that's what it all reads. And I'm not, he was famous, and so I don't doubt he got some action, but. Oh, yeah. It does read like an adolescent fantasy at the same time. Well, and then there's, like, a whole chapter about how he fucked, like, one of the producers of the show. And then Mm -hmm. she died of cancer it's because of his dick so she has no way of saying it's a lie but if it's a lie it's like well if it's true 
then he outed her on having sex with an underage boy. Right. After she died of cancer. And, and not even alive. a hot one. Yeah. 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 So, like, seriously, if I'm going to have an underage boy, it's got to be the Mark Paul Gosler. It's not right. Or the Mario Lopez. It's a lie. It's the most disgusting, <laughs> horrible lie. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh, right. Is that bad? Carol, what do you have to say? I think boxing. celebrity boxing was like his <laughs> first big celebrity, like his first reality thing. And he beat up Horshack. So yeah, I worked. So he asked me. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> So I just watch it in, like, a slow nightmare. Like, it's this little old man, and he can't even walk straight down the stage. He's, like, a toddler, you know, when old people can't walk anymore. <laughs> and then he's so mad. He's a little grandpa, and they just put the shit on his face. And Dustin Diamond has never looked more virile or imposing. And that's not good, but it's, like, terrifying to watch him wail on Horshack. Yeah. He punches his... Oh, it's brutal. It's a massacre. It's Dustin Diamond taking out years of aggression out on someone, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I worked at the Days Inn when this came out, (laughs) and I wasn't even, I I just happened to see this when it aired. Like, I wasn't even watching TV very much at this time. Sure, yeah, Yeah. accident, yeah. Well, I I mean, I would have watched it if I had known about it, (laughs) but I just, like, worked the front desk and you just watched TV the whole time. Right. And this just happened to be on. Like, I'll never forget. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Screech just beat up Horshack. Yeah, and this mm-hmm. was like in 2001, like before I was completely immersed in this shit, you know. And it's before you realized what a douche he was, too. Well, I, I feel like it was really the <laughs> first kind of big high profile thing he did after. Like, he did obviously did some stand up and college tours and stuff, but like the big press like tv show kind of thing that he did after getting out of saved by the bell yeah and we talked a little bit he was on celebrity fit club and he was the quote-unquote villain of his season and if you read his book he maintains that that was all a carefully crafted construct on the part of nbc that he basically like auditioned to play the role of the villain in that season and as i was saying i don't doubt it's a role but I don't know if nope. it was a stretch for him either. Right. Exactly. So those I saw because, do you remember the Preview Guide channel? Uh-huh. Yeah. Where you just scroll what was on. Before, yeah, uh, yeah digital, like, before you had, like, the scroll that you could just always have. Or... Yeah. Um. And then as it was kind of going out of style, because a lot of people had the digital scroll, mm-hmm. but not everyone yet, Um. They would have like a show be the top half of the screen, and then the right, bottom half would be, right. and they would play Celebrity Fit Club. So that nice. was that was how I saw those. <laughs> and that's one of those that's one of those quote revelations in his tell-all book. Like, FYI, reality shows aren't all that real. Like, right? Thank you, two thousand one man from the year two thousand nine. <laughs> like, I think we're all well aware of that by now. Although well, to be this, fair, in two thousand nine, yeah. I don't think people were as aware. I feel like reality was pretty played out by 2009 in terms of, like, people knowing what was going on. (laughs) Well, and it's still pretty unclear, like, how real or how fake reality TV shows are. Yeah, but just the idea that they aren't 100% real, I think most intelligent people accept that. Yeah. So none of us buy how much, like, Screech was totally, like, acting to be the villain on Celebrity Fat Club, but, like... Has there ever been anything in tonight's media, I guess is my ultimate question, where you didn't hate Screech? <laughs> oh, like, did he ever come off well in anything? Yeah. You know, 
nothing Did ever. anyone like when he was beating up that little old man? Uh, I mean, it was amazing. Yeah. I remember seeing it. Telling people, I mean, That's like, probably the time the you liked him the like. <laughs> You hated him the least just because like, this was part of what was signed up for, you know? Yeah, and, like, yeah. so we were all watching it to watch Screech get punched in the face. <laughs> and we did not get that again. That's true. We never have gotten that. I, I want to really see have. him, like, beat up somebody strong. I know. They should have gotten, like, a younger TV nerd. Herbert Hodes. <laughs> or Urkel. I bet Urkel would have wailed on yeah. Didn't he get busted for domestic abuse, too? No. With the code man? I don't think so. And I don't, don't think he needs don't the money. denigrate, don't denigrate Jaleel White like that. No, Who appeared with he's a national Screech treasure in Monster Squad? Yeah, yeah, that. that fucking blew my mind. I love that movie. It's really great, isn't it? It's that's like my... Goonies, but with monsters. Yeah. That's my other question: is um, how much money do you think this guy has? Well, he said he, he set, went bankrupt. Yeah. Not much. <laughs> he needed to throw parties to save his house. Like, he had this whole Save Screech's yeah, house campaign. Yeah, like Corey Feldman, but without the mm. angels. But I think a thing that happens to people, because Save but he by said the his Bell, dad wasted it all, but I... Right, but Save <laughs> by the Bell was on in syndication so much for so long. But did he get residuals? That's the big question. He had to have gotten residuals. Well, but that's, see, this, and this is where, like, his, his inconsistencies are aggravating, because you're like, okay, he talks about how child actors, particularly child actors on TV, particularly child actors on TV that are on Saturday morning shows, they're like the bottom of the barrel as far as the industry is concerned, so they get mm-hmm. shitty contracts, and they don't have a lot of negotiating power, and you're like, that fits with my general impression of of hollywood like that mm-hmm. that doesn't sound that outlandish to me yeah they weren't but, making as much money as you just think a tv star and, would in general. right and so the idea of them having such a shitty contract that they don't get any kind of kickbacks from like syndication deals and all that like i could buy that except that he's such an unreliable narrator that you doubt everything that he says even the stuff that you feel like is probably true, and so now I'm left not really knowing what to believe at all. Well, and he also was on the new class for like eight years. I, I had feel like to... by then he would have had to have negotiated some yeah. kind of residuals. I had to look up some new class because Screech says that him and the D-man, yeah. Dennis Huskins, Huskins Den, uh-huh. yeah. Den uh-huh. the man from nowhere, he says that they were getting increasingly homosexual scripts for the new class. <laughs> I had to look I... that up. I read that and I thought to myself, <laughs> we're going to record this episode and now Carol's going to push for us to do new class. Yeah. New class. New Let's class. Let's watch the whole series now. Just for I just want to watch a gay highlight reel. I, I googled that exact thing in search of it. I saw, did you watch the one where they were in space camp together? Yes, I did. That's the one that came up for me too. Yeah. yeah. They're just like holding each other and like sniping at each other like old queens. And yeah. Fighting totally. for snacks and jumpsuits. Pretty good. Oh, I just decided to do the runaround, Austin, and go to the crack research team myself. Oh. Damn it, you know you're not allowed to talk to them. Do they have tuberculosis? <laughs> Let's just say some of the stories I've been hearing are downright disturbing. And Austin. Wait, the crack research team has just approached me with allegations. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say Dustin Diamond not, might not be the biggest douche. That we know of. Uh, so one thing I, I'm reading from a, obviously a impeccable source says, 
When a popular show goes into syndication, the cast will receive some type of royalties each time a rerun of the series airs on television. The yeah. amount of money will decrease after each additional airing, and after the episode is aired more than 13 times, the residuals the cast receives declines tremendously. Hmm. When Dustin Diamond filed for bankruptcy in 2001, it was reported that he was making roughly $65,000 a year just on Saved by the Bell reruns. Right. So, he is making... He's not... He's making good money off of the reruns. So you're, so you're saying, like, the 65K but... is the diminished value? Like, yes. even after it's hit those, like... Because thir- God knows they've all been rerun more than 13 times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so even at that diminished level, he's still making, like, 65K a year off of it. Yeah, yeah because that's the thing, is I think a lot of what happens with celebrities when they go broke is they just live beyond their means. Yeah, he's probably spending. Yeah, sixty-five k a year isn't Hollywood money, but it's you can live on it like a normal person money. Oh, he's living right. in Wisconsin. Like, he should be able to be doing fine. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, I mean, it's he more than I make, fucking... and I live in Minnesota and get by. So, mm-hmm. uh, so then two thousand three rolls around, and Screech releases a porno. Oh boy! Or oh, oh, I'm sorry, two thousand six. The porno was 2006. The book was 2009. Why was it the porn mentioned in the book? David, yeah. you watched the porn. Would you have talked about it in the book? <laughs> well, he talked about everything else. Yeah, Ugh. since when does the D-man have any shame? He is <laughs> right there telling us every Disney finger he got in well, that book. Well, the other thing is that... And a lot that he didn't. He's perpetuating the myth of the porno in the like in the book. He's ne- he's still not admitting that the porno's fake. Does he mention? Okay, so the porno has this bookmark conceit where Dustin Diamond has confessionals to the camera, and he's like talking to his bros that he's supposedly filming uh, his fucks for. Carolyn, not just his yeah. bros, yeah. the brotherhood of bros. Are you in that, David? <laughs> the bro bros. <laughs> I am not. A, I'm, I'm not a part of the Brotherhood of Bros, as far as uh, I know, and I hope to keep it that way. You would know. I mean, unless you just start getting Dustin Diamond pornos in the mail, like CD Clearing House. Well, David, what do you so, call it when you send me your, your homemade porn? <laughs> That's uh, um, just a present. Just <laughs> as a... Uh, just to, another. to establish it for, for our audience whom I like to believe most of haven't watched this porno. I it's, dis- I disagree with your belief. It's called Screeched, Saved by the Smell. And uh... it's basically him filming himself having sex with a bride-to-be and her bridesmaid. And there's the intro scene. Yeah, did you guys see the bathtub scene before this? Yeah, I found the yeah. bathtub scene very interesting. <laughs> it's just him in the bathtub deciding where to go to dinner, right? Yeah. yeah. So him and this lady have like a really comfortable relationship, and they're talking. It's like in some ways it'd be a really charming porn if he was charming at all, right? Like this yeah. is the kind of erotica I would like to see. And also, this immediately dispelled my stunt stunt dick theory. Because he's in the tub and he's got suds on it, and every once in a while he just whaps it around. And like, if there was a stunt dick in there, he would be drowning. In well, the hot he claims this. This is again according to our cracked research team. Okay. He says that he was, and I don't know exactly what this means. He says he was not actually in the tape. A stunt double, quote stunt double, had his likeness added onto it. And I'm like, does no. he mean 
like even when we see his face that his face has been like added onto some other dude's body because that doesn't seem like no. that makes much sense at all I... he is like demurring in the scene like so it's the POV is from a lady who's like clearly very comfortable with Dustin, which is notable. Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, we're talking. You're talking about two different scenes here. Uh, yeah. yeah. So there's no way that this could be a fake dick because like it's well, it's right there on really the face. I didn't really see the dick though, the so I it could have just been like an object. Yeah. Well, it was covered in suds. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he could have been holding like a, like guess. your sock pack. The other thing is, I was like, hard maybe pack, there's another guy. Laying like to the side, <laughs> sort of angled in. I don't know. I was because I I knew going into this that it's not to get him. that shot. It would have to be like that guy's butt would have to be on Screech's dick. But I think that bathtub scene was separate from the actual porn, though, right? Like, no, yeah. it's part of it. Nah. Are we sure? Or did this like website well, just splice these things? No, together? like remember when like Pamela Anderson had her porn or whatever? Like, Certainly. part of, part of like the whole. Thing of the homemade porn is there's usually like a long sequence that kind of gives it a sense of authenticity like oh Pamela Anderson's opening birthday presents for 15 minutes at the beginning I she guess. flashes her tit one time so I think it's just kind of trying to make it feel like an authentic thing because the whole porn part feels like we're going to make a porn video now like, yeah and the other wait, thing wait, is you didn't believe it you didn't believe that these like this bride and bride and bridesmaid bridesmaids yeah. were just down to just do each other and speech. You're never hornier than when you're about to make a pact of monogamy. <laughs> she just wanted to suck Screech's dick so badly that she was going to stay out and let her friends go to the club. Well, so I only watched like five minutes of this whole thing. I just skipped through it right before we started recording. But um, the other thing I noticed was that in the whole like at-home porno thing, Every once in a while, the camera will, like, it's like he's turning the camera around, and he's like, oh, like, it's his face in the camera yeah. for a second. Yeah. So my understanding, because he's also doing this running commentary the whole time. Yeah, my understanding yeah, is that's... he's hired an actor to hold the camera and do all the sex stuff, and Screech is just, like, standing to the right of him, making comments the whole time. And then periodically putting his face in the camera to be like, look, it's me doing all yeah, of the sex stuff. Exactly. What mm-hmm. I liked is during his monologue, the women told him to shut up three separate times. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes, dude. That was pretty fantastic. Shut up. What was his monologue? Shut up. I'm just going to throw this out there. Shut up. For, for something that's billed as a porn, <laughs> there's like... In an hour-long porn, there's like maybe 15 minutes of nudity and sex. Uh, yeah. there's more nudity than that. I don't know. Well, you're right. There, because there's some more nudity. They're Let's going at it. The... Screech isn't in it that much, or a stunt penis, but why? Yeah, so, yes, I was it is a happy stunt for that. Penis? Yeah. So yeah. the the bathtub scene in the beginning, we don't yeah. know about that, but definitely when he was in the hotel room. So the whole thing, so it cuts from the bathtub to him, like just having the camera in his face, and he's like. So this goes out to the Brotherhood of Bros. I've got a real special treat for you. I was doing my comedy show. And then this bride and her bridesmaid, they're doing a bachelorette party. And most of the girls are going out to the clubs, but these two want to stay back and hang with the D-man in the hotel room. And so then he goes up there, and that's when he starts, like, coercing them into sex. And I think that scene where then you see his penis and stuff, that's where there's a separate guy. Because you never actually see... Dustin's face and right. the penis at the same time. I have to say I believed it while we were watching, but it would be possible with some lo-fi trickery. Mm-hmm. Dickery. 
And but 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 if you're gonna use a stunt penis, I'd use a more impressive one. But it was pretty impressive. It's a weird looking one though. They're all weird looking. No, but it's especially weird looking. You don't know that. Having heard so much about how it's a stunt penis in this porn, and how much he talks in the book about his enormous trouser snake and all this jazz, when I actually saw it, I'm like. You got that as your stunt penis? Like, that's mm-hmm. not that impressive. Austin, how big would your stunt penis be? Um, bigger than that? Mm. I don't know. Austin, how big is your stunt penis? Bigger than a bread box? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's too big. Um, so, Austin, can I ask you something? Yeah. I'd have to get a stunt penis to be smaller than mine because no one would believe my real penis. You're, remember we were talking about <laughs> suspension of disbelief, David? You're saying that would push it too far for the audience? Yeah, exactly. They'd, they'd be like, no human it. being could have a wang that large, is what you're saying? David's penis has its own apartment. <laughs> um, it has its own 401k. <laughs> Did you masturbate more to the screech porn or to when we watch Showgirls? Oh, way more to Showgirls. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. so we get, like, some of the least um, sexually attractive Golden Six to do total fucking scenes. That's true. Which is yeah. Kind of yeah. Where's the Kapowski sex tape? Well, she doesn't be have to because she's, like, um, not A-list, but at least, like, B or C. She's, like, very solid C-list. My favorite part from If I Can Go to the Bathtub again, uh, so this is him and a lady <laughs> hanging out casually. And then sometimes she, like, grabs for his dick and screech demures, and he calls mm-hmm. her dude. He's like, ah, dude. And then he talks <laughs> about Hanukkah cards. She wants to, like, take stills from this tub scene and make Hanukkah cards out of them. And then she, he I says, he says well, he's in bed, he's in the tub, <laughs> that he wants a blanket and a pillow. And then she starts talking about a Barbie bed to put his penis on that has, like, a day-to-night dream on the headboard. <laughs> so. Yeah, and then, then they talk about where to go to dinner, and they decide on Culver's. <laughs> they talk about binge-watching um, 24. 24. 24, which yeah. is not The Wire. That was right? the part that I saw. It could have been beautiful if I liked him at all. Like, it was, like, I would like to see more pornography that is in that cash, chill zone. Well, there's a bunch of sex tapes. I mean, that's why they made this. I mean, I saw the recording, the interview where he was like, they were like, why'd you do that? And he was like, oh, I was reading about the Paris Hilton sex tape and how much money it made. And I was like, oh, I could probably make money off that. I think he did some assumptions there that didn't quite work out. Well, it's like someone on Earth has to want to see you naked. For your yeah. Well. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like the ladies were attractive, <laughs> but. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And then we go into, like, the bridesmaid time, mm-hmm. and, like, these ladies end up, like, totally putting dildos in each other's asses. Yeah, yeah I didn't get to that part. Well, it happened. Um, and while <laughs> I don't in any way, shape, or form believe that they were genuinely a bride and bridesmaid right. who he conned into this, I also enjoyed that they weren't, like, obvious porn stars. Yeah. yeah. Um, I found them pretty odd. Oh, you mean like like I just, huge like titties? It, yeah, like they seemed like normal Colleges. looking, yeah, normal looking sure. women. And which is not to say that I bought the premise at all, but just it was, I appreciated that it wasn't just like a, the traditional sort of fake buxomy, you yeah. can tell that this person does porn for a living kind of actresses. Yeah, the lady on lady action would have been decent. Yeah. 
if Screech could just shut the hell up. But... Yeah, they kept telling yeah. him to shut up, and he wouldn't. I did like when they, like, moved from his dick into kissing each other. It's like, yeah. yeah, ladies, you're gonna have a better time there. <laughs> That's the best part of any porno, really. Mm-hmm. Austin, you sound like a porno connoisseur. Well, I mean, I'm a virile man. <laughs> well, when we're talking about porn, well, and then... There's, there's, there's one person here who puts us all to like shame. This, no. For... No. What's this? If we're talking poor connoisseurs, I said, yes, there's one of the four of us who puts us all to shame. <laughs> well, I was going to say. <laughs> but now you can't say it without seen... proving my point for me. I know. <laughs> there are porns like this where it's like a man with a camera and then he's got like a, then there's like a woman or he goes around and he just like invites a lady, and then magically she's down for whatever he wants to do on camera. There's right? a lot of fake amateur porn. Yeah, this is like yeah. fake amateur, yeah. like, man on the street. And my biggest problem with all of them is the guy is always a douche behind the camera and yeah. won't shut the fuck up. And it's yeah. A, yeah. And this is just the same thing, except I even know how douchey this guy is, and he just is making stupid comments during the whole thing. It's harder to ignore when it's screech. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've yeah. heard that porns are renowned for not having the best scripts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is true. Well, okay, so here's my new question then. What has a better script? A porno movie or an episode of Saved by the Bell? <laughs> How are we going to define better? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, More... I guess there's there's less internal inconsistencies in a porn script. There's a lot of internal business, though. <laughs> Who is higher on cocaine while writing the script? Oh, the Say by the Bell writers. Okay. Yeah, yeah Screech couldn't the... afford that much cocaine. Well, I'm not talking about Screech, I'm talking about just basic porn. Oh, basic porn writing? Hmm. Yeah. That's a good question. Well, I think speaking they let of the which, actors improv a lot. I will say I did not realize that this was a, quote, sex tape. So I always... Yeah, I didn't either. I assumed, they were fucking. Well, no, I assumed going into it when we were looking for this that there was some, like, porn studio out there that legitimately hired Dustin yeah. Diamond to be in one of their movies. That that would be different. To me, this is a Dustin Diamond sex tape, uh-huh. and and that carries a slightly different meaning for me than, like, a Dustin Diamond porno. That's true, because yeah. he, again, he's the outsider. He's been shunned by most of the business, and he's, like, hustling. He did this mm-hmm. himself. He wasn't asked yeah. to by anybody. Yeah. <laughs> like, to me, a Dustin Diamond porno would be a normal porno, but he's, like, the pizza delivery guy that shows up at the beginning and has sex with the women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it, it would be him playing a part, however thin, in a porno, whereas this is just Screech filming some ladies making out and then him having sex with them allegedly the other two parts i liked uh when we get to the bride bridesmaid part is uh, when screech is starting the game he's to the one he's like let me see your titty she says no (laughs) (laughs) but then she does it there's that yeah that's a thing in porn too that's a big turnoff is when they do the coercion coercion and i get that it's fake but it's just doesn't still it doesn't feel good anyways well no it doesn't feel good and it and it totally reinforces that no means yes mentality in anyone right. who's watching it right there's a lot of rape culture and pornography oh, yeah. i'm not oh, even yeah. gonna bring it up yeah. Yeah. saying that yeah. it's like oh no you guys what's wrong wait carol what <laughs> and then the other great part though this is the part that i like screech the most in the pornography Uh-oh. was when the two 
horned up vending machine ladies. <laughs> We're going at it. And this one girl's about, to, so they have all this bridal gear, like lingerie yeah. and dildos and shit. And like, she's going to put, she's eating her ass out and Screech is like, oh yeah, now pull back your hair. And it's gross. But then she's doing it. And then she's going to put this new purple dildo into this lady's butthole. And then Screech is like, no, 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 use lube and go slow. And I was like, Screech, that's, that's good of you. You're a considerate you know, porn director, Screech. When it comes to butt stuff, a little bit goes a long way. And, like, and that's well, one to grow one part on. where, like, <laughs> the bridesmaid decides to go put on sexy lingerie. And then immediately the bride's like, okay, I want to suck your cock, Dustin Diamond. Because, you know, uh-huh. that that's regular life. And then... Uh-huh. <laughs> She are going down, and then the bridesmaid comes back. She's like, "What are you doing? You're married. What what's going on?" And then the camera cuts, and then it cuts back, and they're on the bed. And she's like, "I'm good. Everything's good." And I'm like, "I feel like we're yeah. missing a scene here. I, I'm not believing this anymore." Classic so, Saved by the Bell, where the resolution yep. is off camera. My yeah. understanding was that we were only going to watch a few minutes of this. I feel like you guys all really watched it. Uh, I I was listening to time? it, and and I couldn't. I fast forward through parts like as soon yeah. as like. Screech is, quote, banging some woman. You he he can yeah. just fast forward and you just see the pelvic thrusting. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just need to see how it all resolves, you know? Yeah, it yeah. ended up being pretty compelling. Uh, the ending <laughs> is Dustin Diamond talking to his bro-bros well, and tallying up the points. Yeah, yeah, well, before that, there's one thing. You know, this is a porn, and I, I assume it's supposed to be erotic. Yet they're at the end. There's two. <laughs> the two ladies are in a tub together. Oh, and then yeah. one of them says they peed in the tub. I missed that. <laughs> and like the other lady's kind of grossed out, but she's not getting out of the tub. And Dustin Diamond is oddly excited about the fact that the lady peed in the tub. And then, I mean, it's not diarrhea. Yeah, you can still be in a hot tub with pee. And then Dustin Diamond's like, "Well, I, I gotta mean, get out of here." It's not diarrhea. <laughs> And then, uh, so then he wants one last vag shot of the bridesmaid. Did you see this part? Um, I saw when he dissed them before he left. Well, he, he, like right before he did that. And then, so then he's like getting the vag shot. He's like, oh, let me check those lips out or whatever. Something oh. disgusting like that. And then he goes, <laughs> oh, fish eye. And he sticks his finger in her butthole. He's like, fish wow. eye, fish eye. And he's super yeah. excited about that. And then he goes to the bride and he's like, all right, I gotta be serious for a moment. You're a really beautiful woman. And, I will say, obviously, this is all faked and it's acting. Although, I don't right. think the bride was expecting this or else she's one of the greatest actors I've ever seen. Because then he goes, but I have to ask you one question. Have you ever had a dirty Sanchez? And he wipes his finger across her face. Oh. And then she gets the most disgusted look on her face I've ever seen. And that's when the camera cuts off to Dustin Diamond talking oh, to her. Oh, I, I was going to ask you... If- because I heard that was like the thing when this came out that I heard about was this yeah. the dirty Sanchez. Thing. I mean, you don't see the you don't see like a smear mark or anything, okay. right. right? But she still seemed very disgusted, and it really felt like a genuine reaction. Huh. So it was at his body at that point, definitely because he didn't have his dick out. Yeah, there's no dick or anything. Yeah, it was it's just his so finger. And then he's talking to his bros at the end. It was just really gross. My boyfriend was cooking dinner in the other room, and he would just hear me go, ew, and he'd laugh at some of the lines, and I, I just felt really uh, titillated and repulsed the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Part of why I didn't watch more of this is because 
I I wanted to eat dinner before we recorded. <laughs> like, I'm gonna wait till I'm done. I ate right. dinner right after. You know, nothing puts me off my appetite. It's and, fine. Um, I was finally gonna say that also when he's talking to his bros, Screech is very excited, or Dustin Diamond, I should say, is very excited. He says you could freeze frame the dildo scene in the butt. And if you freeze frame it, you can see some poop on the dildo. And he's also very excited about that. And so Screech is really into, like, fecal and urine. Yeah. <laughs> I think people need to know this about Dustin Diamond. If we know, you know. Yeah. yeah. The more you know. That's, that's one to grow on. <laughs> what were you going to ask us, Ryan? Oh, I have a question for the group. Have any of you guys ever made any homemade pornography? Oh, no. Not I know really. better than that. Are you kidding me? What do you mean, not really, David? Uh, there have been <laughs> pictures taken in my past, but nothing. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> Should I talk about it slower? Yeah. But, but I never actually, like, videotaped me with, like, a woman or anything like that. I'm gonna do samesies on David again. <laughs> How about you, Ryan? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's about the same for me. There's definitely been some photography. Austin, are you saying you've never had a dick pig? No, no. <laughs> well, then what, what are those pictures I keep getting, Austin? <laughs> Is that a stunt dick? It's a stunt dick. Awesome. You're breaking my heart here. That's been a stunt dick all along? Wow. All these years, David. All these years. I I have a recurring joke with a friend of mine. I don't know if he even thinks it's funny. But I'll like... (laughs) Those are the best kinds of jokes. But it doesn't matter. But I'll hold my pinky finger like down and then I'll like have my feet. So it's like... Like... Like a, it's like a dick pic, but it's always my pinky finger, but it's always oh, like yeah. just in the bottom of the frame, and uh-huh. then there'll be like my feet under it to like show the distance of it. And like I just send those to him every once in a while. <laughs> great, that's all. <laughs> that's great, great friendship there, Ryan. Time out. At this point, we segued into a discussion of Dustin Diamond's book in earnest, and then proceeded to do so for roughly another hour and a half. So rather than drop a gargantuan two-and-a-half-hour episode on you, we've decided to split this into two, thus sparing you from an overload of Dustin Diamond is a shitty person talk and delaying the time you'll have to say goodbye to us for another week. So come back next week for the exciting, sex-filled, and statements of dubious veracity conclusion to Save by the Bell Reviewed's Dustin Diamond Extravaganza. In the meantime... You can follow Ryan on Twitter at oh yes, very nice, which is also his website. You can follow Carolyn on Twitter at Carolyn Main, M-A-I-N, like the street, which is also her website. And you can follow David on Twitter at Dr. Bits, Dr. Spelled Out, and read his writing at therealgentlemanofleisure.com. And you can follow me at Austin Gorton and read my writing at therealgentlemanofleisure.com as well. As for our show, you can follow us on Twitter at sbtb underscore reviewed. You can email us at sbtbreviewed at gmail.com. And you can check out our website, sbtbreviewed.com. You can rate and review us on iTunes. You can also listen to us via uh, Stitcher and Podbean and Google Play, however you so desire. Also, be sure to check out our new show, a very special episode, which will be debuting right after we conclude Saved by the Bell Reviewed, in which we will review very special episodes of pop culture, from that time Maud got an abortion to the time Punky Brewster's friend got stuck in a fridge, and beyond. The show's website should be up shortly, and you can follow the show on Twitter at AVSEPod. That's a very special episode pod 
ABSE pod. That's it for this week. For Saved by the Bell Reviewed, I'm Austin Gorton, reminding you that a dirty Sanchez may not be as funny as you think it is. Why do I watch the show? What did the 90s go? Basic highs were my Zach